नमस्कार आईचा या हिडोनाचा खासेले एपिसोडात तुमके सगळ्यांना की उकाराल आमचे रोजचे गेस्ट असत मैस्ता जांका ऐकूपाची पुराय गोयाक उमळशिक असतली विषय गंभीर असा तो म्हणजे क्राइमाचा ज्या विषयाचे फाटली सप्तकातल्यान आम्ही कंटिन्यूअस उलेत आहात आणि पोलीस डिपार्टमेंट जेन्ना बरे गजाली खातिर न्यूजा भीतर असता तेन्ना सगळ्यांचेच बरे आता चुकीच्या गजाली खातिर न्यूजा भीतर आहेत तेन्ना सगळ्यांचेच माथ्यार आठी येतात and today we have with us in the studio the boss of the department top cop director general of police sri jaspal singh ji sir welcome thank you very much uh, so let me start with the most obvious question and that obvious question is regarding the heinous crimes that are happening off late are you worried because many uh, citizens are raising questions as whether we have changed as a society we have changed as a state you have served this state in different capacities over different decades yes do you think we are changing do you think the number of heinous crimes is going up and what are the reasons behind it uh, let me first of all cite in the beginning that there has been no substantial increase in the heinous crime mm. because that is not supported by the facts and figures uh, because recently six murders happened so people got an impression as if there has been a increase in the heinous crime so overall the heinous crime is down by 36% overall if we compare to the last year hmm. but since this these six offenses happened in a short span of time and these were the crimes which are in police parlance or what we call ke whether they were preventable or not preventable any offense which happens in the four walls of a house particularly an offense of murder hmm. because the conspiracy is hatched in the mind and then the person you want to target is known to you and uh, <coughs> you have complete confidence in him she or he has complete confidence in you so wherever you say that person will accompany you to that place supposing if a husband is planning the murder of his wife so they live in the same house 24 by 7 so therefore policing is done primarily on streets yes i would have been worried had there been increase in street crime had there been shootings on the streets had there been murder by a gangster you are saying this is not a organized crime it is not an organized crime and it is not a crime which has been committed for the sake of some gain hmm. like murder is committed for property murder is sometime committed for gain murder is sometime committed when you are committing a robbery and in the commission of the offense of robbery you assault the person and person dies you have come to commit a dacoity in somebody's house and that dacoity you are fully prepared to even assault the people if you are resisted so those are the crimes which a police organization normally uh, tries to prevent by ensuring presence of police on the streets but if some relative is planning to commit the murder of his near or dear ones it is it is inhumanly uh, impossible to prevent, to prevent that, it. that crime so you have worked in different capacities during different phases <coughs> in our state 
do you think we have changed as a state we have changed as a society the kind of crimes and the number of crimes that are taking place right now the statistics you are given are compared to last year but i'm seeing probably if you take your own stint in past decades do you think goa has changed because many goans ask this questions they ponder upon this question that whether we have changed as a society maybe because of the influx uh, of migrants many people are raising that issue continuously that the, the influx is leading to such kind of sporadic crimes do you agree with that uh, well i would not confine myself to goa only in fact almost all over the country there has been increasing urbanization and uh, due to the industrialization due to uh, in search of employment people migrate to cities because there are not many employment opportunities in the rural area hmm. so when large number of people from different parts of the country uh, come to a particular town they bring their own socio cultural ethos to that city and it takes time for them to get assimilated into the local culture so sometimes their mores cultural mores and the cultural mores of their adopted town they come in conflict mm. supposing uh, let us take the example of goa goa has uh, great regard for women and women is equal to men yeah. in goa state but in certain other parts of the country it is not so so therefore you know um, sometimes a uh, woman is not respected and sometime out of uh, th th this uh, disregard for the local mores sometimes there can be a commission of crime against the women also mm. so therefore uh, not only goa but even in other parts of the country and uh, due to this influx due to uh, internal migration sometimes this conflict is visible and um, due to this conflict sometimes the crime also takes place so uh, the <coughs> argument that is made that more migrants are involved in crimes than goans mm -hmm. uh, what is your experience i am not only talking about the data mm -hmm. data is one part of it but what is your experience whether more goans are getting involved in serious crimes it might be narcotics trade mm. it might be thefts and robberies do you think uh, the number of goans getting involved in such kind of crimes is increasing or the balance mm. is still tilted towards the migrants no i will again say because that dynamics is true for any other part of the country mm. uh, why because when a person comes from other part of the country he enjoys a certain kind of anonymity and anonymity you know leads to a certain kind of boldness that nobody knows me here so if i go and commit a burglary hmm. nobody will identify me and whereas the local population is aware about their own uh, folks they understand them they understand their language so sometimes it so happens that anonymity like in a metropolitan city like delhi bombay kolkata madras it is because of the anonymity that people commit crime hmm. so similarly even in goa also uh, in certain crimes like burglaries like mobile theft and like um, miscellaneous theft sometime uh, outsiders are also involved 
so far as drug trade is concerned because without the support of local help drug trade cannot be carried out hmm. so therefore you have to have certain kind of local support the backbone network uh, to to you know execute the drug trade hmm. sometimes you have to find customers you are coming from outside you will not be able to know ke kaise mujhe because this is a very very secret kind of trade why because the punishment is very stringent ndps act is very stringent hmm. so therefore you have to have some kind of local logistical support so therefore in a drug trade there that is why we say that our data supports that locals are also involved outsiders are also involved and foreigners are also foreigners involved. are also yes involved. so because local support is always yeah it necessary. cannot be carried out without the local uh, if somebody apparatus. tomorrow somebody lands from a plane or alights from a train or from a bus he cannot go it is not a, a commodity which you can freely distribute to people yeah. so you have to so find customers you need customer, a local, local apparatus ke how this is to be carried out so that local person will tell ke this is the way we can conceal the trade but one consistent uh, argument <coughs> is that the police are not doing enough to control the drug trade and the second argument is whether goa is merely a consumption destination or it is a destination which is much much bigger and sinister than that mm, you see at the national level uh, whenever the meetings are held at the level of very high level and um, goa doesn't figure in those uh, states which have sizable drug trade that is the reason why we say it is a consumption center people bring drugs from outside in smaller commodities there is a purchasing power available people come in leisure and they want to enjoy they want to dance they want to drink so therefore the easy demand is there so you take example of any other tourist center hmm. whether it is kullu manali whether it is jaipur whether it is bombay whether it is delhi you will find a certain kind of incidence of drug trade because these are the tourist hubs hmm. ready made demand is available uh, coming back to that the goa police is not doing enough that is not correct because every year and every month on month year on year the number of cases booked by goa police is increasing the number of people arrested by goa police is increasing so the argument is the big fish never lands in the net no because the big fish is not operating in goa because earlier sometimes uh, one state police tried to project this image yes but that was not supported the people they arrested they were discharged they were not even acquitted they were discharged by the court of law that means they were not having adequate evidence to pinpoint that they are the uh, points men or they are the interstate traders yes drugs comes from outside <coughs> there are number of uh, ways to bring drug they can bring it by railways they can bring it by uh, aircraft aeroplanes they can bring it by taxis they can bring it by buses so there is such a huge traffic of vehicles 
you cannot check them at the border check post and it cannot be it would be a wild goose chase hmm. unless in particularly in drug trade unless you have pinpointed information uh, otherwise you cannot stop drug trade by putting up a naka and checking each and every vehicle there has to be a pinpointed there intelligence there has to be a pinpointed intelligence that somebody of this description would travel by this vehicle and if checked you can find drug on him so this kind of information comes only through sources hmm. and uh, particularly in drug trade sources are very very few even in the uh, in our own state goa sometimes people do talk about this but nobody has ever come forward to and my office information or passed on a tip and to my office that so and so is involved in drug trade if you check him you can arrest him there will be drug on him it has never never happened so even otherwise also as i said earlier okay ndps act is very stringent so a lot of secrecy is so hmm. let us go to the most burning issue of accidents hmm. let's go to the specifics later but let's start with a broader sense uh, one <coughs> allegation against goa police is we hmm. are all focused upon challenging people hmm. then preventing traffic violations the whole focus is on revenue suddenly the challenging the revenue has become the focus no. and that's that's how the personnel i placed on roads no your your uh, statement itself is contradictory okay because what are we collecting fines and who is fined who commits a violation so the points that no, no, policemen no, no, are placed looks no, like no, no, they are aimed at no, fining it, it is not that not then preventing the more violations you book the more people will be disciplined so that is the theory behind not revenue point. no revenue we are not a revenue generating department we in fact we are a spending department police doesn't earn revenue when we chalan the objective is not to earn revenue it is basically to bring uh, home the fact to that person okay look you have been fine because you were not wearing a helmet hmm. you have been fine because you were over speeding you have been chalan because you were driving or riding the vehicle in a drunken state you were driving the vehicle in contraindicated manner hmm. that means you were driving the vehicle in one way so when a person realizes it is not that we mechanically find them when a person is chalan he is explained the wearing of helmet is mandatory yeah, absolutely. under this and this section so uh, normally we wanted to conduct a study but orally we uh, though it was not a formal ke whether there has been recidivism hmm. recidivism is ke supposing a individual is chalan but has he ever been again chalan are there instances because now we have e chalan system Uh, each land may if you enter the number of a violator yes then you can find out whether he has been repeatedly fined habitual offender habitual offender yeah. and um, uh, and we've come out, uh, we have uh, so but also there is a there is a questions often raised about the way tourists are halted on the road by the police and the intentions behind it because hmm. usually tourists come here 
they come here to enjoy they are they are not very much stressed about uh, stopped by a cop on the road uh, how do you look at this uh, well first of all ke tourists can also violate hmm. as you said ke because they come in a uh, mood of revelry revelry and uh, they want to enjoy so if you see sometime because people send us photographs a tourist is you know sitting on the uh, in front of the dicky and then dancing and mm. uh, sometime there were uh, scenes where they were having beer inside the vehicle mm. so uh, therefore uh, even tourists will also have to be chalan but yes we have given strict instructions that you need not unnecessarily hmm. if the tourist vehicle if a other state number vehicle if he or she is not visibly violating any traffic rule he should not be stopped for checking of his papers hmm. we are not here in the checking papers are checked if you have prior information that some robbery has been committed and there is a uh, you know run away vehicle which has to be intercepted and persons to be detained hmm. in those cases only we yes. sometime we check the registration otherwise you are saying the instructions are very clear not to stop are them very clear. instructions are very clear and uh, the new sp has joined he has also given these instructions and we try to ensure that uh, the tourists are not harassed but at the same time it does not mean that there is immunity to the tourists hmm. they are equally liable yeah. motor vehicle act is uniform yeah, there cannot be blanket immunity yes, for certain uh, because it is uniformly applicable in the to everybody country. yes so let's come to the most infamous case of the banastari accident hmm. uh the conduct of the police come into question during the investigation you yourself have issued some very stringent hmm. strict orders of internal departmental probe are you happy with the way the investigation went in the initial stage and uh, do you think it is on the right track now let me because i since it is already a case which is under investigation and uh, i will not be discussing the specifics of the investigation hmm. but when a such a case happens and it generates lot of interest it gets resonance in the state because of the heinous nature the way the accident was carried out uh, the the resentment among the public is natural and at that time uh, the main problem before the local police was uh, to contain the uh, resentment of the people because large number of people were there at the police station and there was a every likelihood of a law and order problem so in those cases at that moment the primary responsibility of local police is to ensure that law is maintained hmm. and simultaneously you also have to ensure that precious evidence is not destroyed yes there can be certain omissions now omissions can be of um, either it could be malafide or it could be bona fide also bona fide in the sense ke every police officer has his own perception of uh, legality of a action hmm. because law does not mean that it is a cut and dried instrument 
and uh, in every set of facts and circumstances, the law would be similarly applicable. Law is nothing but a general uh, conduct yeah. which we have to apply to various kinds of situations. Absolutely. So, there is a kind of uh, perception in the But mind. are you disappointed with the way initial probe was carried out? No, initial probe, probe was going on in the right track except that ke people wanted ke, uh, as I said ke initially there was possibility of some law and order problem. So, quite possible that the IO thought ke let me first handle this and at that time the probe was in very initial stage. Hmm. But yes, when uh, the, the certain individuals tried to mislead the police investigation and uh, on initial questionings, it was found out that they were not the individual, he was not the individual who was driving and uh, he should have been made part of the overall investigation. Arrest or not arrest, that is the discretion of the investigating officer because hmm. Law says police may arrest. It does not say that police shall arrest. So, it is the discretion of a police officer and uh, the legality of that police action at that time will be judged by a court of law. A lot of political furor about this case and the allegation on the department is uh, it has moved into a political direction due to political pressure. How do you respond to that? No, I, it is absolutely false and there is not even an iota of truth in this. I for man, one, I never received any call. If at all I received, it was only to ensure that fair and professional investigation is carried out. Hmm. I uh, can say it on record that whenever I received any call, it was about the fair and professional investigation. No one tried to uh, influence the investigation and um, we also, in fact, the inspector general himself was uh, monitoring the case. I also reviewed the case and uh, it would be basically uh, the observation at the bail stage are not significant because once you complete the investigation. Hmm. Once you complete the investigation, put the whole evidence before a court of law, that is the stage where uh, comments about the quality or otherwise of investigation should be made. Hmm. But generally at the stage of bail, granting of bail, the merit of the investigations are not discussed because granting of bail is the discretion of the judicial court whether the bail is to be granted or not. Hmm. At that stage, only the prima facie is seen. The comments are not made about the quality or merits of yes, the merits of the case will come later. Come later at the trial, trial stage. stage. Ah, yes. uh, so, let us move on to the next important question is about uh, the way courts have viewed the police departments of late. May it be a sound ban where repetitively courts said that police are not doing enough or in certain major cases where the strictures have been passed on IO that the investigation was not carried on mm -hmm. properly. What we see usually is that courts pass the strictures and usually the action is not taken thereafter. Mm -hmm. Nothing happens of those strictures. Uh, do you think department is handling these things properly, mm -hmm. adequately? 
but let me uh, first clarify that uh, we are fully conscious of the noise pollution yeah. and the need to implement the noise noise pollution rules uh, but you know sometime police uh, is a dynamic department there are multifarious responsibilities and uh, let me be very frank primarily we are a general law enforcement agency hmm. uh, primary duty is to prevent heinous nature of crime property offenses and uh, ensuring the safety and uh, life and safety of the property of the individual and the lives of the individual uh, these are subsidiary duties which are basically the noise pollution rules are framed under the environment protection act so there are are you saying court is expecting too much from the department no i do not say that but let me be also very make it very clear that these are the subsidiary responsibilities the primary responsibility of police as a law enforcement agency is to ensure law and order to prevent uh, offenses hmm. protect the life and liberty and property of the people and then there are general nature because there are many local and special laws which declare certain offenses as cognizable offenses so are you saying don't expect everything from the police department because uh, because it's a frontline force do not dump everything on the same force yes i would be very frank in that way yes sometimes when certain other departments are not able to discharge their obligations and then sometime the uh, higher courts expects ke now only the police should be entrusted with this task because and courts are sometime right also most of the time they are right in the sense that police has overarching presence in the society mm. the territory is divided into police stations police station is divided into beats beat is uh, the smallest uh, area of It's the police right. station and a beat officer would be aware about everything which happens in that beat so therefore the, the this is the bona fide expectation of a court of law that if the line department or the department on whom the statute casts that responsibility is not able to discharge at least police will be the agency because they are present everywhere 24 into 7 night patrolling is there so that responsibility is cast upon the police department you are saying fair expectation but too much to execute yes because there are other duties also mm. and uh, there is always a gap between the retirement and yeah. the recruitment right. uh, so my final question is and so i think everybody wants me to ask you this question is about the cases that policemen are facing off late mm -hmm. uh, some have been suspended there are cases where a dismissal took place from a senior ips level officer to a mm -hmm. constable level you have seen this force for number of decades now do you feel sir that there is a certain level of moral degradation that is setting up in the force maybe for various reasons and are you mm -hmm. concerned about it no even a single case also if it happens in a disciplined force hmm. that is a worrisome but since goa police is around uh, 8000 strong police force so statistically speaking 
uh, ever since I have joined, three or four cases of this nature have come. So, in a strong force of 7,700, three cases is just a mini school uh, percentage of the overall force. Mm. So, therefore, you are uh, taking the statistical defense. Yes, <laughs> no, no, not statistical. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, uh, police is a regimented organization, mm. they are a disciplined organization. But at the same time, people bring their own education, their uh, bringing up to the department, department through basic training and subsequently yeah. through uh, in-service training programs, they try to modify the behavior of police personnel. For instance, offenses against children are there. Children's need to be tackled in a particular manner. Yes. A juvenile needs to be tackled in a particular manner. A child in conflict with law needs to be tackled in a particular manner. Similarly, offenses against women are to be looked at with lot of uh, compassion and empathy. Mm. So, a policeman, which when he completes his basic training, he is given training in drill, he is train, given training in musketry, he is given training in basic law. But since society is dynamic, uh, new challenges are emerging, cyber crime is emerging, we do try to modify their behavior, but after all, as they say, to err is human. Hmm. Because after all, he is only a trained soldier. You are saying, sir, there are black sheep, but not to, a, to an alarming level. Yes, but I think we sometimes, uh, uh, I would say, ke, uh, the media, though they are a bona fide reporter of information, but sometime we make too much of uh, you see, you, issue. You say you only highlight the negative. Yes. And let me tell you, uh, my grievance against media is when an offense takes place, it is projected on the front page. Hmm. And police starts from zero, goes to 100. That means you are not aware who has done it. Hmm. We solve this mystery. And sometimes we have to be awake for nights together. We have to send police teams to different parts of the country. We collect evidence. We secure conviction or we arrest the accused at the investigation stage. But that news is relegated to third, fourth or fifth You are saying put that on the front page only. Why? Because that will bring deterrence in the society. Hmm. Because normally when you wake up, you sip a cup of coffee or tea. So don't the play, put all the blame on us. No, the, the first thing I'm telling you, the first thing is the people read the news. Mm. So if they say a person arrest, three persons arrested in a murder case, that means the long arm of the law will catch up will with, catch you up you with the crime. Adventure. So that builds the deterrence. I'm saying from the positive angle, yeah. if we project the good work of the police, in a you are saying commission of crime and, and detection, detection of crime should be given in equal coverage. I would say detection of crime should be given more, more coverage. Why? Because that means society, the person who is planning yeah. to commit a crime, he would be deterred from committing the crime. That the long arm of the state will at last catch with catch up with him. So therefore, uh, but I have all the respect because it is the media which highlights good work 
and uh, whatever good work is done, it is brought to the knowledge of the. They are saying we irritate you, but you can tolerate us. No, I <laughs> I never get irritated. Yeah. And that is what I tell my officers in the crime meetings. Okay, it is the bona fide right of people to uh, find out what is happening in a particular case. Hmm. We may not be able to share the specific details of a crime investigation because that can affect the trial at the ultimate Absolutely. stage. Yeah. But public has a right to know whether the investigation is proceeding in the right, right direction. direction. And media is the agency which can do that. And I can say fair reassurance is needed at every level. Every that, level, yes. That the safety and law and order is preserved. Yes, yes. And as I said at the beginning of this interview, when police are in the news for right reasons, I think everybody sleeps peacefully. And, and although there are three or four examples, as Sir mentioned, those three or four examples give sleepless nights to everybody because it, for any citizen, the first call in distress goes to the police department. I think, sir, that's why as media also we are too much sensitive about the department compared to rest of the department. Yes. But yes, sir, today you accepted our invitation, took all questions uh, and answered them, I think, very, very fairly and that directly without any pretense. So thanks a mm. lot for accepting our invitation Thank you. and appearing here. Pleasure talking to you. Thank you very much. Thank you. आज निमणी तारीख वडली लाइन असली बिल्डिंगेची बाहेर पावतली अरे कितलो वेळ वतान उभं रावतलो तू अरे राव 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 हे घे आता हे कित्याक अरे कितलो वेळ उभं रावतलो बोस मधी मधी करामत एका मिनिटान आसा थंच्यान जायती बिलां भरात गोवा ऑनलाईन सायटीर वचप आणि कन्झ्युमर डिटेल्स घालप मागीर यूपीआय क्रेडिट कार्ड डेबिट कार्ड नेट बँकिंग जायत्या पद्धतीन पेमेंट करप फक्त जाय ते इंटरनेट ते तर आमचे कडे आसाच
तुझा पप्पा दिसभर फेसबुक व्हाट्सअप युट्यूब हातूतच असता म्हणल्यावर आम्ही दोघांते हे उदकाचे बिल आता फक्त लाईटीचे आणि उदकाचेच बिल नाही तर बर्थ सर्टिफिकेट मॅरेज सर्टिफिकेट रेसिडेन्स सर्टिफिकेट आणि हेर जायत्यो गोष्टी घरा बसल्या बसल्या गोवा ऑनलाईन डॉट जीओव्ही डॉट इन ह्या साईटीचेर आता सरकारी कचेरीत फावटी मारपाची गरज ना आता इनलाईन नाही आता सगळ्या ऑनलाईन दरेक गोयकाराचो आधार डॉक्टर प्रमोद सावंताचे गोय सरकार